When Google started out, it had this unofficial slogan: "Don't be evil." And its employees believed the company would be true to that slogan. But a couple of years ago, something started to shift. "Don't be evil" was removed from the company's code of conduct. Google's culture of transparency began to change, and Google employees started to fight with Google itself. Rico Shringafari and her co-host Alex Kantrowitz have the story of how that happened. You can listen to the full version in the latest season of their podcast, Land of the Giants. Now, here's Shireen. Meredith Whitaker started working at Google in 2006. By 2017, she was a program manager in the cloud computing department. But beyond that role, she'd also founded the company's Open Research Group, a team with a mission to tackle thorny problems like data privacy and net neutrality. A lot of times, people would come to me and say, "Like, hey, something weird is happening on my team, or can you advise me?" One day in the fall of 2017, a colleague pinged her, "Hey, you should know about this." She remembered the note said, "This is really concerning." Whitaker's colleague was referring to an already signed contract that only a select few inside Google even knew about, Project Maven. It was an explicit partnership with the Department of Defense. It was part of a series of initiatives by the DoD to keep up with cutting-edge technology and get ahead in the AI arms race with countries like China. I have a very specific problem set. It's an avalanche of data that we are not capable of fully exploiting. Lieutenant General Jack Shanahan ran Maven on the DoD side. He explained the project's purpose in a keynote for the GPU Technology Conference in Washington in November 2017. Here's the vision: to deliver AI-based algorithms to tactical unmanned aerial systems by the end of 2018. In other words, the DoD's goal for Maven was to use AI to analyze massive amounts of image and video data from aerial vehicles operated by remote pilots way more efficiently than human beings could. Two months earlier, Google had quietly won the contract, but there was no announcement. So Project Maven was a public project, but Google's involvement with it was not, even to the majority of its own employees. But toward the end of 2017, a whisper network had started to form among a small group of employees, and they were concerned: could this project be used to harm people? Google would later tell employees that the technology it contributed to Maven would only be used for quote non-offensive purposes, so to gather intelligence on the ground, not to target humans. But especially since the project was still so secretive, Googlers in the Whisper network had their doubts about that. Liz Fong Jones was a site reliability engineer in the Google Cloud department at the time, which is the same department that was doing work for Maven. So Google's involvement was personal to her. One of the things that drew me to Google was the "Don't be evil" uh, policy. That it was something that I thought, you know, everyone that I talked to believed in, and I wanted to believe in it too. People who were working on Google infrastructure projects in Google Cloud expected their efforts to be used for commercial purposes. It's a very different thing to ask someone to work on weapons systems compared to working on civilian applications. To be clear, not all Googlers disagreed with the idea of working on technology that would be used in warfare. Plus, it's actually not new for Silicon Valley to work with the U.S. military. But particularly in the shadow of the faltering war on terror in the Middle East and controversial use of drone technology to support that, some engineers didn't want anything to do with the U.S. military or warfare. Period. Kate Conger is a technology reporter for the New York Times. Back in early 2018, she was covering cybersecurity for Gizmodo when she received this mysterious tip. All the person told me was that I should look into something called Maven. 
a lot of my sources I've known for a very long time and, and some of them can be very chatty and, and comfortable. Um, and I was having a really hard time making headway on this story. And so I was like, well, it must be a really big deal if no one will tell me about it. There was a lot of employees who kind of wanted to give the benefit of the doubt to the company and, and wait before making those things public. Because I think there was a feeling of like, this is just sort of antithetical with what we know about the company and our vision of the company. And someone is going to come along at some point who can kind of explain that cognitive dissonance. But management's explanations weren't enough to stop people from worrying. So back inside Google, Whitaker upped the stakes around February 2018. You know, we can't keep asking, right? Like, we can't keep asking nicely. So I took the lead on writing a petition, and then the petition sort of, you know, got the facts out there into the Google bloodstream a little more. Along with a few other Googlers, Whitaker drafted a petition against Maven using, of course, Google Drive. I remember when we were finishing up the Maven letter, seeing like Kent Walker appear in the dock and like my very quickly, like closing all the comments to be like, fuck, get it out of here because Kent just found out about it. Kent Walker was Google's top lawyer. So here was this super senior guy who backed the project. And because of Google's open culture, he could drop in as his more junior colleagues mounted the case against it. Whitaker knew they better get that petition out fast. When they did finish the petition, they addressed it to Sundar Pichai, CEO. It read, Dear Sundar, we believe that Google should not be in the business of war. The letter went on to make the case that Maven could harm Google's brand and its ability to find talent, that it would put the company in the league of defense contractors like Palantir and Raytheon, and that Google stood out from other major tech companies because of its, quote, unique history, its motto, don't be evil, and its direct reach into the lives of billions of users, unquote. Basically, the letter held Google to a higher moral standard than its competitors like Microsoft or Amazon. And it quickly gathered hundreds and then ultimately 4,000 signatures, which for Whitaker on the one hand was great, but on the other hand, terrifying. And I remember being at a friend's and just breaking down crying because I had just realized that what I was doing was like, I just stepped on the bee's nest. And, you know, it was also clear that like, you can't punch soft, right? Like if you've already punched, you, like you have to keep going. In March 2018, Kate Conger and her Gizmodo colleague Del Cameron broke the news about Google's involvement with Maven. Now the world knew of the fight happening inside Google. This got kind of hotter and hotter. So in April 2018, roughly six months after Whitaker found out about the project, Google management announced an internal global town hall. It would be all about Maven. Google invited Whitaker on stage to air out her arguments to the entire company. This kind of event would probably never happen at Microsoft or Amazon. But if the idea was to cool down the tension over Maven by opening space for argument, pretty much the opposite happened. A little over a month after the town hall, hundreds of technology researchers outside Google signed a petition against Maven. But then came another PR crisis in the ongoing maelstrom for Google. In late May 2018, the New York Times published internal emails from Google's upper management discussing Maven. We could read some of them if you want. Kate Conger reported on these emails too. Here she's reading one from September 2017 written by Fei-Fei Li, who was then the chief scientist for AI inside Google Cloud. She wrote, it's so exciting that we are close to getting Maven. That would be a great win. I think we should do a good PR on the story of DoD collaborating with GCP from a vanilla cloud technology angle, storage, network security, etc. 
but avoid at all costs any mention or implication of AI. Google is already battling with privacy issues when it comes to AI and data. I don't know what would happen if the media starts picking up a theme that Google is secretly building AI weapons or AI technologies to enable weapons for the defense industry. The emails showed Google's leadership appearing to strategize about how to avoid criticism. But the question many were asking was, were they sufficiently considering the ethics of Google potentially making technology applied for warfare? On June 1st, 2018, two days after the New York Times published the emails. I was at my desk and there was a cloud all hands. And then someone like my DMs and my signal and everything lit up and was like, they're dropping Maven. And then suddenly like I checked Twitter and it's already on Twitter. And I'm like, whoa. It's not exactly clear what the final straw was, but after months of pressure, Google announced it would not renew its contract with the Department of Defense on Project Maven. A relatively small number of tech employees had derailed what might have been the beginning of a major partnership between the U.S. military and one of the most powerful tech companies in the world. It's it's one of the first times I feel like a lot of tech workers started to have this conversation about whether what they were doing at work was a net good for society, right? You know, people who are building cloud products that feel very generic and feel like they don't have societal implications suddenly being like, wait a minute, like, what am I building? And, and what are the broader implications of that? Yes, if, if you ask us to violate our code of conduct as engineers, then, you know, we're going to refuse to work on the project. And if you want to fire us, or you know, you can fire us. For Fong Jones, this was a moment when tech employees became aware of their own power. Skilled engineers had leverage. They could walk away. There was actually a significant risk to Google's business if they hadn't canceled the contract. 